0: Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish.
1: And my name is James Nichols and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish.
0: Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television and we're going to talk
1: about it. Yes, we are. Episode 214, baby! 214. How are we doing, James? Johnny! i'm doing pretty good i had a great weekend um it's almost christmas i'm i am trying like hell to make this week not busy at work despite what my co-workers are trying to do i am fighting against it how are you buddy
0: i'm doing pretty well have you tried uh telling your coworkers to not care about their jobs
1: um i won't tell them but what i will do is slow roll emails um that are not super important and just not really address them until it really becomes an emergency somewhere down the line. Nice,
0: and that's going to backfire on no one, uh, especially yourself.
1: No, I think it's a perfect uh, a perfect plan. How are I'm you, buddy? Perfect plans. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I got
0: yeah a week left of work, but I don't think anyone. Uh, well, anyone's no one's given the illusion of caring this week, which is exciting, mm-hmm. which I like very much. Good. Um, speaking of not caring about someone, do you want to introduce our guest?
1: Uh, I sure do, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. Everyone I work with cares too much, and I don't know how to yell
2: at them to not.
0: Yeah, it is difficult. Do you remember the thing I was doing months and months ago of saying, "Did you have a nice weekend on Tuesdays?" implying that no one worked on Mondays.
2: <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was that fun. was great, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
0: really, I really am doing my part.
2: Long live that moment in our in our lives uh thank you for having me uh thank you for being here happy second uh night of Chanukah. Huh? ah a happy hanukkah to you as well
0: <laughs> when our listeners listen to this it'll be the fourth night
2: Hag samash samach you get it uh how how did we celebrate
0: besides together the boys were together this weekend we had a little hanukkah party the boys were together uh, I think it went quite well. If I, uh, I'm the host, so no, everyone lied to me and told me they had a good time, and then I'm sure afterwards. Johnny, well, uh,
1: I <laughs> think you can tell by the amount of whiskey that I drank that I had a great time.
0: Yes, you did drink a lot of whiskey. I and, did, and I was just being others.
2: polite. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Joe was sitting in the corner, just twiddling his thumbs.
1: I, I couldn't wait to leave. <laughs> um, truly, I think you knocked it out of the park. I had an absolute blast. Some of the most fun I've had. This year, truly. We love to hear yeah. that. We, it was, uh, we ate well. It was a,
2: a triumph food-wise and company-wise.
1: Yeah, we Let's ate go. Fan- fantastically. Your latkes were truly wonderful.
2: I made latkes. I think
0: it went quite well. I made way too much, and I have potatoes frozen in my fridge forever.
2: Yeah, that's, when I saw what you had already made and then saw what was left – of your shredded potatoes uh i had a feeling that you might have to be creative with some recipes in the near future
0: (laughs) yeah i tried i made some hash browns with eggs this morning for breakfast and then yeah we'll we'll throw out some of them probably at some point
2: you know what you should do is is sort of get an uncle buck style figure in your life and then you can cook everything on an entire you know kitchen island and make a really comically large breakfast for macaulay culkin i do like that idea I
1: I I don't. I don't like that idea. I think you should just invite us back for a second party in the next couple days, and we just do it all again.
0: We just do it. We run it back one more time. Mm -hmm. What were our favorite (laughs) combinations of toppings for latkes? That's to me. That's the most fun part of latkes is topping them with different things.
1: Oh yeah, undoubtedly for me, it was a latke with sour cream, fresh dill, and three slices of white onion.
2: I love it. Simple. (laughs) Truly, that's probably. Number one with a bullet. For me it was probably another latka. <laughs> like a like a double down. Uh I did I did do that at one point, uh, with what James just said, plus applesauce.
1: Yeah, I, uh, James,
0: did you try with applesauce?
1: Um, I did not because I truthfully forgot that there was applesauce until I had eaten too many latkas and I saw the applesauce somebody like scoop it across the table and I was like, Oh crap and whatever. Yeah.
0: The thing that was left the most was applesauce. And I feel that I, was my, it, I didn't do a good enough job of saying, hey, what you'd normally eat it with is applesauce. And people would have gone, what? And then they would have tried it, but they didn't do that. Right.
2: It feels like something that is counterintuitive to a lot of folks who aren't in the know. And I also had,
0: we also had too many other toppings. There was, there was smoked salmon. There was uh, pastrami. There was all kinds with. of stuff to put on it. So oh, it the great. fact the pa- that applesauce was kind of left uh, uh, was not surprising, but also I feel I, I let my people down, you know? <laughs>
2: and you, but you certainly let them go as well absolutely uh and <laughs> <I'm the pharaoh. laughs> in this in this case 100 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i forgot about the pastrami the pastrami was fantastic um in terms of side dishes um emily's sausage balls were triumphant
0: emily made sausage balls uh a southern staple not even remotely jewish uh not even close almost
1: offensively three. not jewish
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: they contain sausage, cheese, and bisquick. They yeah, couldn't get any less Jewish, but they are fantastic. We made another batch my, the next day, and I've been going through them over the past few days. They were very months. good.
2: My my beloved and goodly wife pointed out to me that uh, a lot of times uh, sausage balls will be spicier, but these had a uh, a sweeter, more savory element to them. This which is I true. They're loved. usually
0: made. She usually makes them with hot Jimmy Dean sausage, but they only have yes. the regular. So that is uh, an astute thing. Uh, Joey we, made Hala, which was fantastic.
2: One of one of which is fantastic. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, the other one is raw. And oh, really? They, I didn't even notice yeah, that. Uh, because I we only served the one that wasn't raw oh, in the middle. Smart. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna make another one, possibly for New Year's, um, and do it right this time. I think is what I like to do. I thought it was delightful, and I didn't even know about the rawness. Thank you, and good.
0: Uh, and then the other thing that we had at this party, James made the mythical Krabbies that I've been hearing about for years and had never had, and I got to try for the first time, and boy, did they deliver.
2: They sure do. I'm very, it's, uh, very
1: happy to hear that.
2: It's That's what a comical, offensive amount of butter will do.
1: It's only, uh, it's only
2: one whole stick, Joe.
0: <laughs> Explain what Krabbies are one more time.
1: They are, uh, you take... English muffins, you divide them in half um, and then you take uh, English or sorry, craft Old English cheese spread, which is basically like a pub cheese spread. Um, and you mix that with a whole stick of butter. Um, and then you mix that with uh, a can of crab meat, um, garlic, uh, salt and what's something else. Oh, and one teaspoon, one tablespoon of minced onion and. Um, and you'd spread that all on the uh, English muffins, and then you just bake those. Cut them into small pieces and bake them.
0: Yeah, I loved them. I thought they were great, and they lived up to the way you've been talking about them for years.
1: I'm very, very what? glad to hear that, and I'm very glad you got to have them. And are you, if you're going to be there at New Year's, you'll have them again very soon. I would also
2: like to say, uh, I think the way that they are prepared, the way they're laid out, I thought this in the moment, didn't say it. Uh, I think we should revisit the
1: um, a bagel bite draft, but do a Krabby's draft. Ooh, a Krabby draft. Ooh, interesting. The problem is, I they are cut by me, <laughs> so I would either need to not. I guess no. I guess I could still participate in the draft. I would just have, I would have, I could make some real bad picks that I would like. Right. Okay, I know who's going to be bad in these picks.
2: Right, but you're also making bad picks for yourself if we leave all of those. That's very we true. We could
0: also have an impartial cutter come in and then leave.
1: Right. That is part of the fun of Krabby's, too, is like you have your favorite kind. Like, Do you like the middle cuts or do you like the corners, even though it's a circle? Right. But you know what I mean. Um, yeah, <laughs> The ones with that come to a point Correct. At, at some Correct. aspect. <laughs> the roundies. No, no, no. We can't call them that anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Not since legislation was passed. <laughs> yeah. You're right. My bad, my bad,
0: my bad. My bad. Um, have we been eating any other lovely, delightful holiday treats?
2: We all also went to dinner on Friday <laughs> yeah, night. Oh, all, that's right. We I saw a, a lot of you together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we went to Giuseppina's, one of our favorite pizza places. It was great. We had a lovely time. Truly
1: wonderful. I, I,
2: in, I inhaled my breakfast calzone with such abandon. Uh, dessert calzone? That I for, sorry, dessert calzone. I was calzone like, when did recession? you get a
1: breakfast calzone? <laughs> he stayed. He stayed he until stayed. the next morning. <laughs> he went back later that night. Yeah.
2: Uh, My dessert calzone I inhaled so fast that I forgot that I had it until just this moment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's a great pizza place. We've talked about it before on this podcast, but Lucali is like one of the most hyped pizza places in all of Brooklyn and has an insane hours long line every single day. And Giuseppina's is the guy's brother and is, I'd say, 90 to 98 percent the exact same pizza. And it, yeah. you can walk in any time of day. It's wild.
1: Yeah, we walked in with six people on a Friday night and sat down. And immediately got a seat. Yeah. yeah.
2: Right. It's it's Walter White to uh, whatever that guy was. Gail Bedeker. Bedeker? Yeah. Wow. It's the Gail Bedeker to, to Walter White in terms of, like, the meth is about the same.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ours is 92% pure and theirs was 96. But that 4%, oh, boy.
2: Uh, yeah, I guess it's a huge deal. Uh, it was fantastic. I loved going there and uh, seeing all the boys. Love pizza. <laughs> uh, otherwise, uh, we're just prepping because we're having a little New Year's get together, and so we're putting our menu together for that, uh, and I'm very excited for it. Fantastic.
0: Um, should we talk about the Santa Claus?
1: I would love nothing more. Yeah, this, um, I, I saw the movie. I was like, this is going to be a Big Joe episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, first things talk about- first,
0: real, not real.
2: <laughs> well, the the legal documentation is obviously real. Otherwise, Tim Allen wouldn't have had to become the Santa Claus, uh, according to the Santa Claus. Santa Claus himself, I think we could argue all day, because if he falls off a roof, he disappears. I don't think that's very real. I don't think so that's real.
0: It, it, the Santa Claus is a big uh, part of your holiday experience, Joseph?
2: Same, same as what... Babish hints at in this video, like, he watched it a shit ton as a kid, and I did the same. Like, this is one of the 20 movies that was at my grandma's house, so we watched it a lot. Um, and it's, I think it's fantastic. I, I In lieu, uh, spoiler alert for the, the listening uh, audience, we don't have an email today. In lieu of it, I would love to revisit a few highlights from the Santa Claus's IMDb page.
0: Sure, go for
2: it. Uh, first and foremost, just a weird moment that happens in the movie, actually in regards to this specific scene where he, uh, where Tim Allen drinks this spectacular cup of hot chocolate, it's given to him by an elf played by a little girl, but in the movie, she notes that she's like 1500 years old or whatever. And, uh, Tim Allen goes, uh, you look pretty good for your age as like a bit. And then she goes, thanks, but I'm seeing someone in rapping." So basically, the whole bit is Tim Allen's hitting on a little girl, uh, which is doesn't hold up to scrutiny years later.
0: <laughs> he was trying to tell us who he was the whole time.
2: Yeah, a co cat. <laughs> uh, and then let's see here. Uh, this is the first lead film role for Tim Allen, uh, and when it pre- debuted, this is uh, he had the number one movie at the box office, the number one rated television show and the New York Times number one bestseller, which is called Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. This is a big moment for who was once one of Michigan's favorite sons.
1: Yeah, 94 was a big Tim Allen year.
2: Yeah. Uh, Let's see. If Tim Allen had just
0: gone quietly into the night, like Home Improvement ends, he just does the voice of Buzz and just doesn't say anything else. He's just a beloved guy who just has millions and millions of dollars. But he didn't want to do that. But, he, but,
1: Johnny, he realized that America was going the wrong way, and he needed to talk about it. He needed to speak upon it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a fun... One of my favorite
2: IMDb entries ever is... Uh, it says, Tim Allen has a criminal record, and Disney has a strict no hiring of ex-cons policy. An exception was made in this case. <laughs> wow. That's a great fact. <laughs> uh, yeah. And... Oh, the kid who plays Charlie wore fake teeth for the movie because he knocked out his front teeth when filming began. Maybe another cosmic connection with which I have. Yeah, on this movie. I can see <laughs> that for sure.
1: Um, Johnny, was this movie a part of your childhood too?
0: Yeah, not as much as Joe's it seems, but I think as a kid I probably saw it four to eight times.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, same. I I believe I saw it in theaters. Um, it was probably one of the like the first movies I remember seeing. I. I have like a, a recollection of seeing it. But my favorite part of this movie is truly that the concept of Santa Claus um works the same way that the demon Azazel does from that Denzel movie Fallen, where it just <laughs> it just hops from one being to the other. Yeah. <laughs> and they become that thing.
2: Okay. The that this one that one's transferred a little more darkly. Uh, this—it's all kind this of the same. It's—it's <laughs> it's, 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 you put on the suit. You're the big guy. Is the line from the movie? Uh, what a what a revelatory moment for me as a kid to be like, oh, jobs can change simply by changing your clothes. That's gonna mean something to me <laughs> later. I'm keep that in my back pocket. It's really dressing for the job you want. I've been showing up to meetings naked is my point.
0: Back to you, Johnny. Oh, I feel like conceptually this is like uh, the way a lot of movies go. I feel like most superheroes, like this is Green Lantern, this is right. uh, other examples.
2: This is Shazam. Yeah. Did you see that movie Shazam? Yeah, 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 it's that.
0: You see Kazam?
2: Uh, The movie with Sinbad? No, no, you're thinking of Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. Oh, no, I'm thinking of... Kazaa, the uh, music downloading service.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think you're actually (laughs) thinking of a kazoo. If I'm.
2: (laughs) Wait. (laughs) All
0: right. Sorry. Perfect. The perfect amount of time to wait for that. What did you? What did you
2: think? What did any of you fuckers think that was? I thought it was going to be a slide (laughs) whistle coming. If I'm being honest. I
1: just, yeah. I. The fact that you have within your reach at all times. A kazoo and a slide whistle never ceases to amaze me.
2: Is there a problem, James? (laughs) You got a problem with that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We like to have a fun time.
2: Uh, The Santa
0: Claus, one one of the the exciting things about doing this episode at this time of year, it means that we slash babish our schedules have been out of sync enough that we are finally seasonally at the correct time of year, which has never really happened
2: before. Mm -mm. No more Thanksgiving Friends episodes in July.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there were a lot of uh, uh, beach episodes we did at this time
2: last year and two years ago. Uh, I wonder, let's go back. Let's take the time machine here. Two seconds. Ooh,
0: Joe has a time machine. James, do you have a time machine? Hey, guys. I don't. Vamp. (laughs) Vamp.
1: Vamp. <laughs> Nothing helps vamping like screaming. Vamping. We were in the, were middle, in of the
2: middle of vamping. You yeah. interrupted you us. Interrupted to tell our us to expert vamp. vamping. This is not good vamping.
0: <laughs> unbelievable. I was already doing the thing that you wanted me to do, and you told me to do it with a tone that I didn't care for. Uh-uh. Keep vamping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Uh,
2: okay. I was just looking for what what we put out one year ago, and it's looking like uh, uh, an episode called Hijinks and Sue Two: The Chaos Cure." Where we, oh, it was the episode where he got COVID that we did oh, one year ago. Nice. Oh, nice! Wow. That's exciting. And uh, we asked Joe Biden to pay off our student loan debt, and uh, lo and behold,
1: so, it almost came to pass. So in one year, we did nine months of sh- of his shows.
0: Yeah, that seems right. Yes. Yeah, I mean, no, it
1: sounds correct. I was just clarifying. Like that does sound about right. We we had some
2: uh, we had some some breaks in there this year. I had on account of some lifestyle. Well deserved.
1: Some well deserved breaks.
2: Johnny got shingles, and then COVID, and then James got COVID, and then Johnny got COVID.
0: I do. I'm interested to see what happens because uh, we're getting very close to the time where he starts having other people do shows on his channel, and he's doing them less frequently. So I do wonder if we're gonna catch up a bit in 2023. But that's, we'll just that's have to wait the and
1: singularity. See. That's when the singularity happens, Johnny, and then it, it's just you can't see past the edge of the big bang. You know, right? So that's yeah, where we're we're just gonna be right.
2: We'll be outside of that. Mm-hmm. Ideally. Right. Speaking of being outside of things, let's talk about hot cocoa. Yes. Something that I want to put inside of me. Yeah, I usually (laughs)
0: spill it. That's why it's outside of something. Oh, Uh, I see. That's very nice. He, uh, Joe commented right after the episode finished, this is only like a five and a half minute episode, but he does five different types of hot chocolate. He goes
2: through them very quickly. It's a real uh, machine gun of an episode. He really enjoyed it.
1: I mean, part of that is just hot cocoa is not complicated. It really... Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a good fact, point. he... Uh, what, uh, let's keep going. Sorry. Whatever. It's, o- it's only got two ingredients, hot and cocoa. Well, Joe's I, right. Johnny, Joe's Joey, right. that, that goes to my point where I have very strong opinions on what chocolate milk and hot chocolate should be. And that is just milk and Hershey syrup. That's it. That's all you, Wait, need. you for
0: both. You think hot cocoa should be that as well?
1: It doesn't. You don't need. What I'm saying is, you don't need it to be actual hot cocoa. All the, all the pomp cocoa. and circumstance. Yeah, you can just use Hershey syrup and then warm and just heat. You basically just heat up chocolate milk. is all I'm saying. Okay. Right. But you,
2: Joe, you say it because you're going to say the same thing. I was going to say, but you find nothing to be added from some of this. What? Like you, you think there's nothing to be gained flavor-wise from maybe not all of this work because some of it is kind of labor-intensive. That's what but it seems like,
1: like n- none of this seems worth it to to make yourself. Sure, right. if you're out in Vienna and you want to eat that hot pudding or whatever he made there, where
0: I often am. Yeah, we'll get we'll get there. But the, yeah. the question I want to ask, which is similar to Joe's, but on the other side of the coin, is. If you had hot cocoa, hot chocolate, whatever you want to call it, we'll get to that in a bit. And it was just milk, Hershey syrup heated up, and you're drinking this. You think this is delicious and the pinnacle of the art form?
1: I don't think it's the pinnacle of the art form as but I think it's delicious for sure. And I don't think you need to do more for it to be delicious is what I'm All saying. Right.
0: I just wanted it to be,
1: you know, stated on the record that you're a garbage person. I, I'm not a garbage person. What, what was your, how, what was your? Let's start in the, in the. What was your uh, chocolate milk growing up? When you milk had chocolate games. milk. Yeah, yeah. That
0: would you said it was true that as a child. Although I've like I've never been a big milk person, so it was probably in my like, you know, I was probably ten or eleven years old when I was just like, I don't like this at all.
2: I don't like chocolate milk even, you know, in and of itself. Do we want to talk the discretion between hot chocolate and hot cocoa? We can get there. Did you have a follow up, James, to that?
1: Well, it was just because, like, because growing up, there was always a very clear delineation to me. You were either a Hershey syrup kid, or you had like Nesquik. Oh, or, we were Hershey syrup. Yeah, yeah. Or there was like the 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 rare Ovaltine kid who had the house that kind of smelled weird, um, <laughs> or. <laughs> Just like, or a powdered, a powdered, um, it was basically We were just, a powder family. You were a powder family? So for
0: we, chocolate we milk, we were a Hershey's syrup family. For hot cocoa, we were a Swiss Miss family.
2: Sure. Yeah. We were, we, we were all powders. <laughs> a big powder family. <laughs> you were moving that yeah. yayo? Um, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: hard. Super hard. White and brown. <laughs>
1: That was all you I you had to say to about chocolate okay. <laughs> <talk> not <laughs> at this point. All right. See you, everybody. Uh, um, okay. okay. Let's
0: go through everything. So, first off, Babish does – he talks about the difference between hot cocoa and hot chocolate. So, if you use actual chocolate, it's technically not hot cocoa, but he doesn't really care, and neither should you. I agree. Yeah. And if you put tomato on it, it's a melt. <laughs> uh So the first thing he does that I do find kind of interesting but seemed like an extra step was he uh, takes the cocoa powder, the sugar, and pours a little bit of cream in it to make a paste as opposed to just pouring in the powder so it gets clumps, which I think was a smart idea. But also, isn't his whole thing that he loves whisking stuff?
2: Right. But because cocoa powder especially is, like, hydrophobic, I think this is a good way to, like, mitigate some of that. And, like – there's something to be said for because he's like, that way you don't get like the powder lumps. But then sometimes, like, getting a little clump at the bottom is not, is kind of nice because it's like pudding y almost. But I'm interested in trying this as a way to like uh, temper your chocolate almost. Yeah. Great use of the word
0: hydrophobic, uh, which is also Always. very fitting in an episode about Tim Allen.
2: <laughs> he is a hydrophobe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
0: so the first one he makes, it's a pretty standard, he puts a little bit of vanilla in it, he puts a little bit of espresso powder, which I think both are nice touches Milk and cream, uh, and then cocoa, sugar, and he mixes it together, and it just looks like a standard good hot shot. I'm sure if I drank that, I'd be like, this is fantastic, this is exactly what I want
2: Especially that little bit of salt probably sets it off A little bit of salt,
0: nice uh, Yeah James, what are your thoughts on uh, whether that would stay inside of you?
1: Oh no. Twenty minutes max I'd be in the bathroom <laughs> on all of this. Um that was the thing. It's like each each one, I guess it would be a little bit better because he did use dark chocolate on the next couple, didn't he? Um yeah. w- the ones that he used dark chocolate I would be better off, but still it's a it's a cream and milk based thing. It would be tough. I'd be I'd to be all right. Like, I'd take some lactate and I'd be fine. But I'm like, how I are the not... equal
0: parts of milk and cream doing? <laughs> yeah. I would not
1: I would not drink this out and about. I would I would I would only drink this knowing the next 6 to 12 hours of my day.
2: Yeah, you got to have a home base
1: mm-hmm. ready.
0: What are your boys' thoughts on of an alternative milk, hot cocoa? Like if your base was an almond or an oat milk?
1: No. This well, oh, oh wait, this actually this brings back what we were talking about on on Saturday uh to bring in the party. I was astounded at your all of yours insistence that oat milk was delicious. Oat milk's great. It's fine. It's just fine. It tastes like milk that was spilled in the dirt and then put in a cup. And it's not. I don't think I was part of this conversation. I don't think you were. They were. Joey, I needed you there because they were. I was being bullied for liking skim milk and liking regular milk. Oh, see, I because I was
2: nervous that I was going to be come in here and only be halfway on your side and go like, oh, we were a skim milk family, and then you would
1: hate me. No, we were, we were uh, a 2% family growing up, but now I like skim.
2: It was
0: nice to be in a place where people agreed with me as opposed to this podcast where no one agrees with me.
1: Yeah, but but the people agreeing with you were Eric, so it was like, okay, you yeah. know. Chief of staff I,
0: to the Newman Empire. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it is it is funny. I mean, I, this, may, this is definitely me projecting onto him, but Eric, as a Florida man i would imagine might uh have weird milk opinions <laughs> you know uh, like they only drink gator milk or whatever
0: i think oat milk in in a, in a coffee drink or in a hot chocolate like mixes beautifully and becomes this like almost milk-like thing without any of the dairy side effects that i get
2: i'll give you that it's also i believe oat milk and soy milk are the two most environmentally friendly milks to produce yeah soy milk yeah, i, think I think milk is terrible
0: is. Almond milk yeah. is not really not great for the planet. Soy
1: milk is bad; is just objectively bad. Almond milk yeah. uses so much water, it's insane.
0: Yeah, the amount of energy it takes to make almond milk is uh, not yeah. great. I,
2: uh, another fun bit from the Santa Claus is when he, he comes back the next year as that real Santa Claus, you know? Uh, he goes back to this one little girl's house, and uh, he takes a drink of the milk, and he's like... And he's like, I think the
1: milk's sour.
2: And she's like, it's soy milk. You said you were lactose intolerant. And it's like a cute, fun moment because she remembered seeing him the year before when he was just regular Tim Allen. And now he's Santa Claus this time. And he's uh, not actually lactose intolerant. He just didn't like her milk. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, soy milk's tough. Um, (laughs) Hot chocolate number two that he makes is a French-style hot chocolate, which is similar. Just the amount of chocolate in it is so insane that it uh, becomes quite thick. I've had hot chocolate in France, and it's fantastic. Like a thick hot chocolate, I'm way on board with.
2: That's what the French call les incompetents. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what Mbappe is drinking right now. <laughs> Ooh, bitch. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to have French hot chocolate. This looked insane. I think my favorite looking one is going to be the next one. But, uh, James, have you ever had this version? Uh,
1: I'm trying to remember. I don't think I have because, um, again, this is not something I, I actively seek right. out. Um, right. Because of the the havoc it could wreak upon my entire life, um, right. yeah. so yeah. And as but,
0: a, as a savory boy, a hot chocolate I feel like is never going to be like high on your list of like cravings.
1: Correct. It it never really is. And like again, yeah, I would if somebody's like, oh, I'm whipping up I'm whipping up some hot chocolate. I would I would absolutely indulge in it. But I yeah, it's not. I'm not a uh, seeking it out.
0: Right, which leads us to hot chocolate number three, which is going to be Joey's one, which is the Italian style hot chocolate with the addition of cornstarch. Essentially, this is hot pudding.
2: Yes, it is, and that sounds divine. (laughs) This This is is right up your alley. My kind of consistency for like, like this. It feels to me like I can skip the portion of a Sunday where I let the hot chocolate kind of pool at the bottom of whatever vessel it's in and eat that at the end, I can skip all that and just eat it from the start. That sounds lovely.
0: Yeah. Overall seems good. He says texturally it's a little weird, which I get, but I'm also on board. Yeah. Yeah. Hot chocolate number is hot, key. oh yeah, hot chocolate number four is a Viennese style hot chocolate which uses egg yolks and almost becomes like a custard. So it's similar to three in that it's a little bit thick, not quite as thick. But this also right. seems good. I feel like the, I feel like the gist of these is like all of them seem good.
2: Yeah, it's it's chocolate that's heated up and combined with other sweet ingredients. You're gonna have a good time yeah. unless you're <laughs> lactose intolerant. Yeah.
1: It's real hard to miss on this, you know. Yeah. Right. The basket. The basket is six feet around on this one. So right. just yeah, yeah, yeah. take your time and you'll be all right. Right. Which yeah.
0: leads us to the fifth and final hot chocolate, which is his preferred hot chocolate. He uses a couple different types of cocoa powder. He makes it in a thermos, which I thought was uh, weird because he basically like gives this disclaimer that hey, this could explode. Don't do this. But here's why you should do this. <laughs>
2: Right. Well, it's, that was more, I think, to abide by the rubric of the movie where she, where Judy says that it is uh, shaken and not stirred. Right. Uh, because, I, yeah, I feel like you could probably just stir this and be fine. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he goes, don't try this at home, and then he does it. Uh, anyone who says, hey, don't try this at home and then does something in their home is a fucking hypocrite. Yeah, do as I do, you know? <laughs> the famous saying. Do as I do. Uh, he uh, has I have, a
0: $200 uh, sterling silver mug that he gets from the film that he buys, which looks fun. It
2: looks fun to have a movie prop. And I really want to thank you guys preemptively for getting that for me. Uh, it's so nice of you to think of doing that in the future. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, this is great. I I loved, I loved this episode. I thought it was fun to do a bunch of things rapid fire. I loved the source material, and I loved the – the thing that was created.
0: Yep, and I loved that it was appropriate for the time of year
1: we're at. Everything. And I loved that it was five minutes long. Truly, <laughs> yes. truly, uh, it was everything we wanted all combined right. into one episode. Tip to tail, pretty special yeah. And in the Christmas
0: yeah, yeah. spirit, all through the house, not a single dough was made. was <laughs> so
1: true. It was, it all, I was triggered by all of it because all of it, they started like doughs where he's like mixing small <laughs> portions of powders <laughs> together. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't you fucking do it. I'll, sc- I'll scream. In- what if
0: at the end, he's like, and what goes better with a hot chocolate than a fresh loaf of ciabatta? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, something it wouldn't go with. <laughs> like, he could say biscotti or yeah, something, yeah, but he's yeah. like, you know, you know what would go with this? <laughs> a rye, a yeah. rye loaf. Yeah, he makes a Parker House roll. <laughs> uh, um, do you guys have any personal, like, touches you might throw on a hot chocolate? Like, some people will stir it with uh like a peppermint stick, something like that. Oh, that's fun.
0: Uh I enjoy
2: bourbon in a hot chocolate. Oh shit. Oh my god, we're twenty one now. We can do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like some a little bit of Bailey's um in oh, a hot yeah, chocolate nice. is wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um just so uh, you make it so you make the, the even the, the the sweet drinks productive for the night, you know? <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah, these have to be helping me towards
1: forgetting stuff. Yeah, they have to get me where I'm going, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they're pointless. Uh, Big marshmallows, small marshmallows. Ooh.
2: Small. Yeah, I think I'm going to go small, but not yeah. like
0: crazy, crazy small. Like the ones in the bag that are like small ones. Like the ones that are in the Swiss mess, those are too small.
1: The the little babies? Yeah. No. Yeah, well, you, those are like dehydrated ones, aren't they? Yeah, kind right. of. Right. I like the I, I mean, like, a, like
0: in a bat, like small in a bag. Mm-hmm. So yeah. The ones that yeah. are like, like maybe like saying, two centimeters.
2: You're essentially doing, Lucky Charms in hot chocolate, which d- could be great, could be weird and terrible. <laughs> um. Do you want to know the difference between hot chocolate and uh, hot cocoa? Sure. Hot chocolate, and this is all just off the top of my head. Absolutely. Gets its deep chocolatey flavor from the base of thick melted chocolate. Warm liquid liquids like water, milk, or cream are added to make uh, the drink. Hot cocoa is made from a powdered base of cocoa, sugar, and added flavorings. So one sounds a little more pure, maybe. I
0: thought you brought that up because it was different than what I said earlier. Not exactly the same thing.
2: No, no, no. I wanted to say it, but me saying okay, it. Okay, great. Perfect. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I don't want to uh, belay the point here. Um, oh, there's other kinds. There's a Mexican hot chocolate. Yeah, there sure is.
1: Wow, Babish Babish ignored the Mexican hot chocolate. What he an indictment of him as a man. The the Mexican and the Colombian hot chocolate. Wow, I think we, which, I think we see a pattern developing here. Whoa, Colombian hot chocolate
2: incorporates flavors like ground cinnamon, cloves, and honey, along with cheese cubes. Interesting. To create a creamier che- texture with a hint of salt. Hold the fucking phone. What yeah, kind of cheese
0: look- cubes? I'm assuming Velveeta. <laughs> Obviously,
1: that would be the first one. It would Columbia, make too much uh,
2: Velveeta. sense. Yeah, god damn. They just put cheese and chocolate.
0: But like what kind of it? it's I'm sure like, like a mild, like almost like a Oaxaca type style of cheese. Hang on. You know?
2: It's Hang an on. extra
1: sharp cheddar. Yeah, An extra sharp Vermont <laughs> yeah. cheddar.
2: Yeah, and, and pepper jack to taste. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh i'm sorry i gotta sift through the whole goddamn thing here let me just see pull up, just put the recipe at the top mozzarella
0: interesting yeah You see, i could see that kind of work i kind of want to try it now
1: interesting i mean you know what we should like, do is just heat up <laughs> just heat up some milk and some hershey's and then just dip sticks and the the, <laughs> the peel apart sticks into it and be like <laughs> be like this stinks columbia yeah. hot chocolate's garbage
2: i blame the country of Colombia and <laughs> its culture yeah.
0: Step one, fry them. <laughs> Step two, dip them in marinara. Ooh. Three, put them in the hot chocolate. <laughs> now we're talking.
2: Uh, frases, hang on, two seconds. I'm seeing if there's... What kind of cheese is used? Traditionally, you use a queso colombiano. Okay, yeah, that's, oh.
0: this is more what I was... Who
2: in. saw that coming? Uh, however, if you live in an area where this isn't available, you can opt for a firm white cheese like halloumi, queso de frere, Oaxaca, or a firm mozzarella. That's what I said perfect you yes you it. did
1: wow guys uh, if you like the podcast uh, please like and subscribe give us those five star reviews if you want to follow us for more content we're at Gavin on Twitter we're Gavin the on Instagram if you want to send us emails with what cheese you would put in a hot chocolate send yeah.
2: send any hot chocolate hacks yeah. and send uh, cheeses that you would add to drinks
1: <laughs> <laughs> send that to Gavin at gmail.com seven
2: up in Monterey
1: later